Hey guys, Joshua Miller here. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. It doesn't cost a thing to download. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Podcast, and many, many more. It automatically will send them to those. You can make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You don't have to click and drag from one to another and have several openings. It's all in one place for you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks. Have a great day. Isaiah 118, Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Hello, everybody. I'm glad you could join me today. Uh, Today's episode will be, I want to... um, commend a doctor in my area. I'm from Spartanburg, South Carolina. I'm a a preacher in the area. And well, I'm not pastoring the church I was at, but that'll be for another another podcast. Uh, but anyway, we have we have been fighting this medical tyranny here in America and we are fighting against the mask mandates it's um crimes against humanity and i there's not many people that i know that are stepping up and fighting against it you know i have you know i'm a christian uh preacher and i preach the word of god and i can i can sense the the evil the wickedness behind these vaccines and behind these mask mandates. I can see kind of the spiritual realm of things because of the wisdom that God has given me and me, my personal relationship with Jesus as my personal Lord and savior. And he's given me insight in these things through his word. Well, I can see this and I've been, surprised to see so many people that are blinded people that call themselves christians that claim to follow jesus and yet they're blind as blind as a bat and they can't tell this that the, they're convinced of this psyop well i uh, became aware of this doctor from spartanburg his name is dr robert jackson He's been working in the Spartanburg medical system for 40 years, and he is, I thank the Lord for doctors like him. He is standing up, and he himself uh, said he is sta- he is advocating for doctors, and he thought it was odd that he would have to advocate for the doctor's rights to take care of their patients. He has been using ivermectin, and 
not one of his patients have ended up, not one of his patients have died. All of his patients he has kept from the hospital except for one patient, and that was because they came, that one patient came to him too late and was was too sick to, to be able to treat and prevent going to the ICU. And that was the only patient out of all of the patients that he has taken care of through this year and a half. One, he's been using ivermectin. And as many of these administrations in the hospitals, they are forcing doctors to use a treatment that Dr. Fauci, the NIH, uh, WHO, um, CDC protocol that Dr. Fauci has, they're being forced to follow their, their guidelines, whether it works or not. And we know that remdesivir does not work. And yet that is the medicine that Fauci has prescribed. That's the protocol you're supposed to follow. Well, Dr. Robert Jackson has not been following that. He has been treating the patients with ivermectin early, catching the, the virus early when they're the, the th with therapeutics, and it has been very effective. Well, he went before the, the Senate, the South Carolina Senate, and he gave a speech. And you can find the whole speech at, if you go to YouTube is where I found it, at SC for Freedom. SC, the number four Freedom YouTube channel. And you can just type in his name, Dr. Robert Jackson, and you will see his, uh, it's the Medical Affairs Subcommittee Testimony. And you will see that. And I would like for you to listen to the whole thing. It's 33 minutes long. And he, he goes into great detail. I'm going to give you a clip now. He gives a very good example. And I don't know that he understands the, the, the scope of what's going on. But as far as a doctor and calling out the the malpractice of the administrations he does a very good job in the 1840s in vienna there was a physician named ignatz Semmelweis who worked at a teaching hospital the alleged mine rocking house he was a young obstetrician from hungary his responsibility was to watch out and take care of postpartum female patients. The protocol in that day was for the attending physicians to perform autopsies on the patients who had died the previous night. Then they would take their students in tow, go to the postpartum ward, and examine all of the postpartum females on Dr. Semmelweis ward, he noticed that the female patients who were not examined by the attending physicians did not acquire puerperal fever, childbed fever. Being an astute and observant young physician, he decided to institute a policy whereby the attending physicians would wash their hands before examining his patients. He deduced that there must be something that was being transmitted from the morgue to his patients. 
the older physicians held him up to scorn and ridicule and did not want to wash their hands, but it was his ward. He prevailed. They had to wash their hands, and the 40% mortality on his ward plummeted. He then perceived that there was something being transmitted from patient to patient because the infections continued, and he instituted a policy of washing hands in between patients. The older physicians violently objected, went to the hospital administrators protesting this young physician's policy, and they prevailed. The hand washing was discontinued. Mortality went back to 40%. Young Dr. Semmelweis resigned in humiliation. He went to Czechoslovakia to a hospital in Krakow, instituted the same policy, obtained the same results. The same ridicule and scorn was heaped upon him by older physicians, and the same result he ended up resigning. He died in an insane asylum because he could not escape the vision of his patients dying needlessly from infections. Less than 50 years later, hand-washing in between patients became the standard of care. The truth is often ridiculed and scorned. It's then violently opposed, and then it becomes self-evident. In medicine, it becomes the standard of care. Quite grim for that doctor that went to the insane asylum, insane asylum. Oh, he cared enough about his patients to try to change the procedures. And brother, Dr. Robert Jackson here calling out the administrations here. And it's not just here in South Carolina. And there's some advocates here. I don't know about. I haven't met any actually myself. I hope to. I know I hear of uh, Tara Servatius. She does a good job on her podcast and uh, on the radio calling out the uh, corrupt government and things with the administrator Biden and such. And there's others that I listen to that do a good job. But as far as here in South Carolina, a few that I know, Lynn Wood, he moved to South Carolina. He's in uh, the, lo the low, low part of state now. Uh, but anyway, so Dr. Jackson here gives an a history of this doctor who saw who observed and saw a problem and produced a solution. And that's what Dr. Jackson is doing here with COVID. He's learned that you can treat COVID patients with ivermectin and it saves their lives. Ivermectin is safe to use. If you're already sick, it doesn't hurt to take ivermectin, although it does hurt to take remdesivir the, and the other drugs, I can't remember the other drugs that Dr. Fauci is pushing, but remdesivir is on the top of the list. And it, what remdesivir does is shut your kidneys down. Ivermectin is safe. It doesn't do any of that. Uh, Dr. Jackson gave another example. Uh, 
All right, here's a warning. Here's my suggestions. Number one, a magistrate once told me that no matter how thin you slice the piece of bread, there's always two sides to the story. You're going to have to do your own research. You're going to have to do your own investigation and come to your own conclusion. But be careful that you don't associate with the crowd that will have egg on its face when that beach ball of truth comes to the surface and we find that ivermectin is safe and effective and it works well in treating our patients. And it becomes like hand-washing the standard of care. Be careful as you advocate these vaccines. There's a danger to pushing them. As we're learning what's in them, we're learning that there's graphene oxide in the vaccine, that we're learning that there's metals in the vaccine, and we're learning that there is parasites in these vaccines. And this is from accredited doctors with years of experience and scientists who are analyzing those the solutions in these vaccines, and they're finding very dangerous things. I know people personally, or friends of those that have been affected that have either their mind has been altered and, for example, uh, their anxiety has doubled or tripled over what it used to be after taking the shot. It just was a heightened sensitivity to anxiety with the shot. I know uh, ones that have, after taking the shot, have their are now magnetized from the shot. That that goes to show, or you stick a magnet to their shoulder, and that's got to do with the uh, the graphene oxide or the the stainless steel that's in it. One of the two. I don't understand how that works, but it's happened. I know of families whose uh, a coworker of mine told me um, that he had seven of his in-laws, family members, take the shot. Out of the seven family members, within a, sh a short time of taking the shot, three of them died. That he a uh, coworker told me that directly. Or through, or, or through the internals at work. Uh, it's dangerous. These shots are dangerous, and it's better to stay away from them. And here's the danger. Dr. Jackson warns that, the warning there you just heard, uh, make sure you're on the, not the one with the egg on your face. Well, what's the egg on your face? Have you ever heard of the Nuremberg Code? That was instituted because of the egregious acts that we saw um, with the crimes against humanity and the the mass genocides of Jews and that was to prevent that from ever happening again well these crimes against humanity in our day and age are these vaccines 
and those that are forcing the the mask those that are forcing the vaccines will be held accountable for what they are doing and they the crime for the punishment for crimes against humanity according to the nuremberg code is death and it's not a light thing that you're taking people's lives deceiving them there is no informed consent with these jabs they've claimed that they're fda approved and it come to find out they approved another vaccine which we don't even have access to but they claim it's the one that is administered here so just heed the warning if you will and go to SC for Freedom and listen to the whole um, the speech of Dr. Robert Jackson. He did a very good job, and I I felt the need to to recognize him for what him his advocating for doctors himself stepping up, and I hope others will do the same. And uh, I'm a patriot. First of all, I'm a Christian. I love the Lord. And Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Second of all, I'm a Christian patriot. I understand that this Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, I believe that they were inspired by God just as his word is inspired. If you would study history, the history of America, you will see that God had his hand in every step of the way. Look at George Washington. All the odds were stacked against him. He lost and lost and lost, but he never gave up and he won. He was able to push back against the Redcoats. The Lord had his hand. Remember the time trying to cross the Delaware there was a fog came and that, that wasn't the only time that the Lord moved and gave George Washington and the, those men with him the ability to get the upper hand. Although they, they didn't have supplies, they didn't have their clothes were torn and worn, tattered. Some of them had half a shoe, half the shoes, they ripped holes in their shoes. It's winter time, but the Lord was on their side. The Lord is on our side if we'll do his will. We have to get back to the Constitution, get back to the Bill of Rights, back to the Declaration of Independence, and most of all, back to God's word. Before I go, they are now approved it or in the process of approving it for five to 11 year olds to be jabbed. And if they get away with this, they this is going to be a mass murder if they start jabbing five to 11 year olds in Anderson County in South Carolina, they at a school, the school district has allowed children to be vaccinated even without parental consent. I think a 16 year old can get the vaccine without parental consent and somebody's in the, argue with me saying that couldn't happen because it's illegal uh the vaccines are illegal already and they're still pushing them uh 
and I mentioned the uh, in Australia, the 24,000 kids that they took from their parents, the police supervised, air quotes, and jabbed 24,000 kids, and several of those kids have died. Short Three kids died shortly after they were all uh, vaccinated. I'm not sure how many have died up to this point, but I'm sure it's been more. It's terrible what's happening. And what we have to consider here in uh, America, what I've been told is that what they've accomplished in Australia, they're about six months ahead of us. Uh, but I do know this, that we have God and guns. Australia doesn't have guns. They, they can turn to God here pretty quickly if they haven't already. And I've seen a lot of the, the protests. They're standing up, and I hope they continue. And I've got uh, listeners from Australia. So I'll let you know that I'm praying for you. And I hope that y'all stand up and fight the tyrannical government that you have. And I'll be praying that you'll be able to resolve the tyranny there and that we'll be able to snip it in the bud here. So we'll let's end in prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for your many blessings. Thank you for what you've done for us, what you've given us. I pray that you be with the world. Um, the whole world is in your hands. I pray that we would rely on you and trust in you. I pray that we would honor and glorify you, what we say and what we do. We have wicked governments, tyrannical rule. This country has already experienced this, and we were able to get rid of them. We were able to, to gain freedom. We have the freedom, and we're, we're losing it. I pray that we would step up and to the plate and resist and, and preserve the freedoms that our forefathers fought for. I pray that you would be with other countries that are in a similar predicament. I pray they would trust you first. You know that you've not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I'm not afraid, and I will stand up against anything. I know that if, as long as I trust God and I resist the devil, the devil's going to flee. He has no power over me because I trust in God Almighty. I pray that through my the words here that I've of encouragement and uh, information that I've able to equip others to stand up, to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. If they're not saved, Lord, I pray that they would come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior before it's too late. We can't do this without you. And we come to you, pray that you will protect our brothers and sisters in Christ around the world, in China especially, in Australia, the UK, around the whole world, every country. The invasion at our border in the U.S. I pray that you be with those individual people, but I pray that the predicament that is caused by our corrupt government should be resolved and those people should go back to their own countries. I pray that their countries would be fixed. The tyrannical rule in those countries would be absolved. And so would the, the corruptness here. I pray that the uh, administration that is present would be kicked out quickly and the, the rightful president uh, set in place. I pray that your will be done and we give you the glory and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen.